You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Dan. That felt good to get that off my chest. It's been a while, Daniel, since we talked mm. about that. Gosh, yesterday's episode was fantastic. Just, I'm here for all of it. I just, there's still meat on the bone. Just so we're clear, I don't, I got more. I got more to go. So I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to get back in the ring because we're going again. We we. If you thought we were done, you're new to the podcast. Which, by the way, welcome to welcome. the podcast. Glad you're welcome here. Welcome to the podcast. So uh, glad that you're here. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We are two Georgia fans that love our Georgia Bulldogs, and we know that you're a fan that loves Georgia Bulldogs. So this podcast was made for fans by fans. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. Don't have a paywall. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but we take the Bulldogs deadly seriously. Uh, and we want your fandom to increase. That's why we made this podcast. So much so deadly seriously that they almost ended our lives on Saturday, but alas, you they did not. I, we Look, we joke sometimes like, ha, 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 we might have to go to Costco and buy a TV, ha, 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 Ooh, ha, 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 ha a bucket. Oh, we needed a bucket to hold our vomit. No, that's... That's real. Uh, well. <laughs> I I threw something. It came well, close. It, it came very near. Only because Clint is not athletic. Does he not need to buy a new TV? That's right. <laughs> that is That's right. the only reason. Um, uh, this podcast, for Fans by Fans, as Clint said, we're here to make you the best fan that you can be. We believe that it matters, and so that's the reason for the podcast. We're glad you're here. Thanks for uh, sticking around with us. If you're new to the show, just hit that subscribe button. We'll get, we'll get an episode to you five days a week so that you'll always have content ready for you on your way to or from work while you're at the gym or whenever it is that you listen to podcasts. If you're old to the show, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Apple Podcasts is the best way to do that. We really appreciate all the five stars that you give us. It helps other people find the show and it helps validate ourselves to our spouses and parents they and, said we couldn't uh, amount to anything and jokes on you well is it though oh <laughs> is dang. is it oh dang. dang okay uh therapy hour is already here <laughs> guys um uh mostly Want to give you the email address, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. The Twitter handle is at dogs podcast. We would love to interact with you. Uh, so give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, send us a message. Let us know your thoughts and opinions. Or send us an email. We love uh, hearing from you uh, each and every day. Uh, so let us know if there's th- things about Arkansas, or Arkansas, about Arkansas, I, I guess, or Auburn. Sure. That more so that you want us to cover in the next three episodes, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading into the Auburn game on Saturday. We're going to start getting into Auburn today, but bef- but first, as we said, there's still a little bit of meat left on this bone. Clint, we went through the entire episode yesterday. Yep. We mentioned that Kyrus Jackson is a weapon, did we not? And let me we just did. reiterate, Kyrus Jackson is a weapon. If you don't think he's taken one to the house on punt return this year, you oh. don't know how to bet. If he's t- he's taking one to the house on punt return, he's taking a few to the house in uh, in terms of catching passes. Oh, and yeah. so Kyrus Jackson is going to see the end zone a couple different times. But we've neglected to mention the rest of the special teams units out there. Let me talk to you about a little man named Jake Camarda. Clint. What's up, Jake? Two, two years ago, you and I sat on this very podcast and we right sullied the good name For the God of Jake Camarda. <laughs> We sure did, and to our credit, he was terrible. Oh, okay, atrocious. 
And we wondered, why is Kirby not going out and recruiting another punter? Every time Kirby talked about Jake Camarda, he acted like he thought he was good at punting. Correct. And yet every time we saw him in a game, he was either kneeling after fielding a punting oh, snap that was buckets. perfectly reasonable, buckets. or he was kicking it 18 yards, Clint. Oh, Jake Camarda has turned himself into a bona fide weapon on this team. He's the only reason we stayed in the game in the first half. Literally. He he was the MVP of the first half of football. Not even he close. pinned he pin, and the penalties were so bad, oh which we gosh. barely talked about yesterday. The penalties were so bad. He kicked the ball inside the five yard line, only to find there was an illegal formation penalty. We had to back him up, made him kick it again. He went ahead and kicked the ball inside the five yard line for a second time. He he but, got to the sideline after kicking it, took his chin strap off, buckled it to the top. Kirby said. Scott Cocker said, no, no, you got to go do that again. He said, you want me to do it again? Okay. 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 No big deal, coach. I, I got you, coach. No worries. Hey, Jake Kamara is a weapon. How about a little guy, and just for podcast oh. listeners' sake, just I want you to know that we are officially yep. going to refer to our place kicker yep. for the rest of the season. Here we go. No intention of changing as Podrigo Blankenship. That's right. Okay? Podrigo... Uh, came into the game, never kicked a collegiate field goal before. Not once. And Sam Pittman and Sam Pittman said, "Let's give him a practice kick." Go ahead, son. Appreciate you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Sam Pittman still doing great things for the University of Georgia. Given <laughs> give worst, give worst the, coaching decision the kid, I've ever seen. Trying to gave freeze the, the kicker. kid a practice kick, and Podrigo put it right through the uprights uh, on his second kick. He then came back. In the fourth quarter, and hit uh, another kick that was significant to some of y'all. Oh. Okay, don't oh. act like Podrigo oh. did not make some of y'all a couple of shekels with that fourth quarter kick. These these he two was, guys included. He was two for two on field goals. Um, I thought he he performed well. He was a, he was getting the ball not quite into the end zone, not quite Rodrigo esque, but he was. He was kicking it through the end zone on some kickoffs. He was getting it very near the goal line. This kickoff coverage team, Clint, I don't know if there's ever been ten athletes assembled that are that have. This is like an Avengers movie watching the kickoff coverage team run down the field. No, it, it's it's Thor, and then there's Thor, and then and then oh wait, there's Thor, and then there's Hulk, and he's wearing forty four, and he's a defensive lineman, and he's still on freaking kick cover. He's, he's a he, defensive tackle. He's not leaving anytime no, soon. He's not, um, no, he's not. If you guys didn't see the stat, Arkansas's average field position was the 18-yard line to start off. Okay, mm. Jake Cromarda and Podrigo had that that they gave us. They gave our defense. And Locked we've said down on this podcast, if you're going to tell us that you're going to put them on the other side of the field with our defense, we'll take that every day. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Daniel, that's not the only thing left on the bone from this game. No, it's not. We've not even talked about, by the way, Kenny McIntosh returning kicks. Your boy, Kenny McIntosh. You know what I love in a kick returner, Clint, is when you run forward. That's right. And Kenny McIntosh runs forward. Like a man whose hair is on fire and water is at the (laughs) other end zone. Correct. Water's not on the sideline and then the other sideline and then the other sideline where you just zig and say, no, water is that way. So let's go ahead and run. Um, Let's talk about Todd Monken and this offense. Okay, Please. we talked about individual players yesterday, but but some questions came. What have we learned about Todd Munkin's offense? So, so Clint, I'll pose that question to you. 
what do we now know? The, the game was not well played, especially yeah. not in the first half. Dewan Mathis did not play well. The offensive line could have probably fit fit the run game up mm-hmm. a little bit better. All, all those things. What did we learn about Todd Munkin and his offense? Anything? We learned that Stetson Bennett can excel in Todd Munkin's offense and come back and score bunches of points in droves when penalties aren't dragging you down. Now, if that doesn't tell you what kind of offense we have, I don't know how to help you. Todd Munkin's not the issue here. Y'all, Todd, Todd Munkin is exactly what we wanted him to be. He is calling plays exactly what we wanted to be. He was balanced. He was fair. The passing tree, the passing routes, the concepts are all there. Again, tight ends, check, used. Crossing routes, check, used. Did you mm-hmm. see how many times did mm-hmm. we have a seven-yard comeback on the right hash, Daniel? Oh, my gosh. Did you see Tyler Simmons run the jet sweep? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did, oh, I'm did sorry. he circle back like the orbiting oh. moon and and go? By the way, by the way, Sam Pittman and the University of Arkansas achieved a first down on a play where the running back circled around the quarterback, and I thought that's just insult to injury right now. Like the fact that Sam, the fact that they you just gained a first down on us using that stupid formation. Uh, let me tell you what I saw out of Todd Munkin's offense. Uh. The middle of the field exists, Clint. What's, I don't know if you know that. that. What, wait, what's that? <laughs> no, 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 Hold no, no, no. Maybe you didn't hear. Maybe, I didn't no, 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 no. Maybe you just didn't. You didn't pick up on. It's mm-hmm. you're allowed to use the middle of the field, Clint. So between the hashes isn't like a. That's not like a boundary marker. Like I, 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 I can go in there. Do you? I wonder why Kiaris Jackson didn't catch too many balls the last couple of years. Oh, there it is. Maybe it was just because he had a broken hand. Oh, wait, no, maybe he could have caught it with a club if you had just let him run over the middle of the field to catch. I wonder why the tight ends didn't get utilized all that much. It couldn't have been because we had a quarterback that didn't throw to the middle of the... No. Uh, We're using the whole field again. All of it. Jermaine Burton, deep end cut. Oh. Thank you very much, middle of the field. Kiaris Jackson, middle of the field. Fitzpatrick, middle of the field. Big O, middle of the field. Mm-hmm. What? There's a reason, and not only that, but you heard all the guys I just mentioned. Zamir White had a 10-yard reception. James Cook had some profitable receptions. Um, we got the ball at least once, maybe twice, out to D-Rob in space. He was unable to break a tackle. Matt Landers had a couple of receptions. One of them was a very key reception uh, where he went Wait for it. Over the middle. There it is. And caught a pass in traffic that Stetson Bennett put right on him. Oh, uh, right. We learned a lot about Todd Munkin's offense. It, What it was was we used the whole field, mm-hmm. and we used all the good players we have. Mm-hmm. Marcus, Rosemary, Jack St. He's in there. Have we talked Come about on. him yet? Come on. Well, let's Get just, on in there. That's a big dude. Oh you were talking my. about Darnell Washington. That's a big oh dude my. out there at wide receiver. Now, he's going to be a problem. We— we are getting the ball. This is what this is what James Coley hashtag never forget promised us that That's he would do. That's we are getting the ball in the hands of the best players on our team, and the best players on our team don't play quarterback this year. Nope. Okay, that's nope. that's just that's fine. As long as we have a quarterback who can wait for it, give them the ball, and that's exactly what we did. That seems to be what Todd Monk's offense is geared to do. Now we'll see moving forward down the road what all that looks like. But uh, I liked what I saw. 
I loved what I saw. Uh, Daniel, we need to update the people on the 2005 Honda Accord. Or I'm sorry, Honda Odyssey. We have <laughs> sold. We have we sold gonna... the Honda Odyssey. We have fixed mm. it up. It mm. is on its way past the showroom. We've made ourselves a nice little profit. Healthy uh, little profit. Healthy little profit. And we've introduced ourselves to a 2002 Toyota Camry. We've said, oh, how can we flip hello. this thing going? <laughs> hello, hello, 2002 <laughs> Toyota Camry. Let's do it, this. Let's do this. And the first thing we did is we went to rockauto.com and we said, what parts do we need for this beautiful still running car? And rockauto.com had everything that we need. It had reliably low prices. It had delivery right to my door. It had all the knowledge. It had all the parts my car is ever Well, Clint, need. This, car's, this car's almost 20 years old. Surely rockauto.com doesn't still have all the parts that we need for this car. Nay, Daniel, you are incorrect with mm, your assumption. I sure am. They mm. have everything. Your car will ever need all the parts your car will ever need. Whatever car you have, whether it be a Honda Odyssey, a Toyota Camry, uh, go to rockauto.com. Let them know that we sent you by putting locked on in the comment section. Rockauto.com, every, car, your, every part your car will ever need. I'm gonna miss the Honda Odyssey. I, look, Clint. no one's no one's happy about. It, but when a deal is coming your way, you got to say yes, Daniel. Everybody you got take a price. the you you take it. Look, we had a number. We we exceeded our number. I got one more question for you, and it's not about Arkansas and it's not about Auburn. So I'm gonna squeeze it in between right here. Like okay, it. we're about to start talking about Auburn. It's a simple question, and all I need from you is an answer and an explanation. Can we win a national championship? With Stetson Bennett at the quarterback. Oh, my gosh. That is Let me a, just be clear. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be in every game of the season. It's not like, let's just, let's drop it. You want to you okay. throw a knife at a, at a spinning wheel, Daniel? Because that's sure. what we're doing. Whatever. It don't matter. Stetson Bennett deserves all the credit that he got for this Amen. game. He played great. Dewan Mathis, we said, was not as bad as he looked. Um... JT Daniels, we don't know what factor he will play no in the rest of the season. Uh, Daniel, I think this we don't is, know. This is but the most the, the question roster is, that we've ever had. Do we need a different guy to play quarterback to beat the likes of Alabama, to beat the likes of Clemson in the playoff, Ohio State in the playoff? When we start talking about the the teams that we are going to have to beat to win a national championship, not Arkansas, who has not won an SEC game in nigh upon three years. Can we win a national championship with Stetson Bennett at quarterback? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer yes, and all of you screaming at me saying you're stupid. I want you to hold the phone and remember: Did we go to a natty with a non-turnover quarterback playing in the most vanilla offense possible when we had all the talent in the world, Daniel? Did we if do that? You don't think. Stetson Bennett, this is exactly the argument that I was going to make, Clint. This uh, We did not prep for this question. This not is the bit. exact. If you don't think Stetson Bennett today, in Todd Munkin's offense today, yep. is better in by leaps and bounds than Jake Fromm in 2017 yep. in Jim Chaney's offense, yep. then you are a fool. You understand what I'm saying? You are a fool. Is is Stetson Bennett the most talented quarterback in college football? No, no, he is not. Is he the most talented quarterback in the SEC? No, he is not. Does he have an NFL future? He probably doesn't. No. If you think that that Georgia team in 2017 couldn't have won the national championship if a couple of balls or a couple of whistles go in a different direction, then if that team could win the national championship, 
Is that defense better than this defense, Clint, or worse? Nope, nope. No, it's worse. This D is better than that D. If you don't think Stetson Bennett is better than Jake Fromm in 2017, then you're a fool and I can't help you. We can win a national championship with Stetson Bennett. I don't know that we will. I don't know. Again, we are on record as saying, who do we want to play quarterback at Georgia? The one that wins. The better one. We want the best quarterback, okay? So that's who we want to play. We like Stetson Bennett. We like Dewan Mathis. Sure. We wanted him to do well. We want Stetson Bennett to do well. We want JT Daniels to do well. We, Absolutely. We want the best quarterback. That's who we're hoping. But but we can win a national championship with Stetson Bennett. Get that out of your head. If you think we can't, that's foolishness. Ba- Barrett, what's up, Barrett? Stop it. Don't okay. don't don't okay, bro- don't mention I'm the sorry. name. I'm sorry. Don't I'm mention sorry. that. I apologize. It just gets me all fired up. Uh, hey, Daniel, speaking of getting fired up, we got Auburn this week. We want to do an initial look ahead. Later in the week, we're going to do a more in-depth preview of who Auburn is. But did you get eyes on Auburn this week in their opening? Oh, I watched every every second of it. Every yep. second watched. we were there for Lapped it. it up with a spoon. Okay, so yeah. last year, Auburn was known. Okay, so first and foremost, Gus Bus still going strong. He tried to look mm. a little different with a tie and a button-up on, but it's the still. Good night. He looked Gus. like a buffoon on the he sideline. Looked look like again way to honor people in the past like all for it but you look like a fool just a fool you, okay so chad, Bus- chad morris offense coming chad, in absolutely what, what any 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 noticeable qualities of the chad morris led gus miles on offense clint uh it, it bad it didn't look great it it bo nix is still bo nixing people think bo nix is good clint i don't know if you know this People think Florida fans thought Felipe Franks was going to win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Felipe Franks. It's, he threw three interceptions, okay. including a pick six. Now, again, yeah, that, that was. Again, let me, for the record, Kentucky, dangerous team. Okay. Kentucky's better than Auburn. Kentucky's I'm going to tell you that right now. They lost that game, and they lost the game by double digit points. Kentucky's a better team than Auburn. If y'all ain't sweating Kentucky, start now. Start. Start. I'm sweating Kentucky get, now. Get a head start. They're scary. Hey, Their by the way, Mississippi stout. State's on the schedule later. Uh, oh, gosh. Daniel, I he can't. Threw for si- he threw 600. for 600 yards, Clint, in the I, game. I, I can't. Old men in the SEC are still cursing at their television. They How much do they hate it? They hate he was allowed to come in. They thought there was a law that prohibited him from going down past uh-huh. the, the the line, Daniel. Mm-hmm. But he came into the then south. Then you bring said, you you bring a quarterback from California in, oh gosh, and he throws damn. for a six piece. They, they he all throws said, for a six well, piece. Hold hold up. This was like I, did I just break a record? Y- y'all haven't done this before. Oh, oh. hmm. Okay. Because I was going to do that quite often. Okay. We here for a while. Right, forget no, it. Kentucky, let's talk about Auburn. Kentucky is a dangerous team, okay? They're better okay, than forget Auburn. Forget about them. Forget about yes. them. Auburn. Bo Nix, not good at quarterbacking. You know what else is not good on this offense? Rushing. Just No, I didn't, any, I, didn't, it, I didn't see a running attack that threatened me at all. First of all, I cheer for Georgia. So there is not a running attack which threatens me. Nope. You understand the things nope. that I'm trying to say to you? Najee Harris, you sure. seem like a hell of a guy. Does on, not bro. threaten me. Does not threaten me whatsoever. Not a rushing attack on this Auburn offense that threatens me. No. no. Uh, Seth Williams, wide receiver. All right. Well, dude can play. 
Schultz. Is that, is that his name? Schultz? Schwartz? No. Schwitz? Schwim? Schwin? Schwarzenegger's. I believe he's fast, is what yes. people tell me. That's people tell saying. me that he's fast. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a threat. And yes, the, what was his name? The other wide Seth receiver, Williams. the big guy? 18. Williams. Yeah. But th- that guy's a threat. Absolutely. They got a couple of weapons, uh, in the passing game for sure. That's it. Daniel, their defense. That's the, that's, that defensive the way, line. Their, that defensive line is poor. Oh Clint. my. It's, it's poor. Again, this is not a Kentucky preview, but the man's name is Cavassier Smoke. <laughs> I will say it again. In case you, in case you were in the back, get this to memory. The man's name is Cavassier mm-hmm. Smoke. Okay, sign That's me his up. given name. Sign okay. me. Okay, and he ran roughshod over he the Auburn defense, close to nine yards a carry. Daniel. Roughshod is was Derek Brown, Marlon Davidson. Them, uh, wait, hold them on. any good? Hold, hold they on. any good at football? Oh no! Oh uh, no! They're not there. Look, they got a kid uh, at the linebacking core for Auburn. Big Cat? Uh, no, no. Barstool? No. Barstool Big Cat, Brian? No, no, not him. I'm not scared no, about not him. him. Uh, KJ no. Britt can hit, bring the lever. No, he's good. Middle linebacker, KJ Britt. That, that kid's good. That kid's let, good. Let me stop there. <sighs> That's it. Not, not a lot. Auburn did not. Listen, well, I'm a Georgia fan. Did we look good on Saturday? No. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. We may have played the worst half of football that I have ever seen Georgia play, and that's not an exaggeration. Ever, 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 ever. It was as bad as I can ever remember anything being. But Auburn did not scare me whatsoever in this game. Let's talk about what we're what we're excited about, what we're nervous about, and what we think that you shouldn't sleep on. Clint, we're looking at the Auburn game. And we are we are starting to get the feelings. We're starting to get things dialed in. It's Tuesday. Gosh, it's okay? so good. It's a short week. It's a short week of practice. Okay, we've had six months to prepare for the Arkansas game. Okay, we've got five more days, four after today, oh my. to prepare for the Auburn game. So oh it's time to start. Time to start getting dialed in. Okay. okay, so let's let's do it this way. What are you excited about when you think about this game on Saturday? Game day going to be in the building. It's going to be a night game at Sanford Stadium. What are you excited about? Here's what I'm excited about. I'm excited for this defense to pitch a under 10 score to Auburn. Auburn's not scoring double digits this game, y'all. Auburn ain't mm. doing it. Not a chance. Mm. Oh, we're in the predicting robes segment. Uh, all I got the robes. I never took the robes off. It felt good. Oh, it my. was good. The silk robes are a great addition. Intern Clint's, Michael, fashion designer, has upped mm. his game. Sent us the silk Clint's, robes. Clint's like a he, Clint's like a never nude in those robes. He never yes. takes them off anymore. It, it, it ain't they going just they go under the clothes. They Look, go. Where do I gotta go? Who do I gotta impress? No one. I'm in my predicting robe all the time. Uh, you think I'm excited for this defense to tee off? They saw. What they could do. The special teams in this defense carried this team on Saturday against Arkansas. They saw what they can do. There's blood in the water. They are going to see film. You think Dan Lanning and Kirby Smart, they ain't going to let them think this. But if I'm all the beasts that we have named before, and I'm studying film on what Auburn did against Kentucky, you don't think I'm going to smell blood in the water? And what do predators do when they smell blood in the water, Daniel? They swarm. And that's what this defense is going to do. Listen, there's... I'll tell you what I'm most excited about, and it is related to the defense as well, but I'm going to get a bit more specific on you. Uh, 
I'm going to the Auburn offensive line. Oh, no. And uh, and the Georgia defensive line. Okay. Are we going to do the thing? I, I should save this. Are we going to do the thing where we do the, the head-to-head, where we do the matchups? We I should, think, I think we we're going to do that. We're going to do that. We should do that. All right. Well, this is going to be my matchup. I'll talk more about it then. But I'm excited to see Bo Nix running for his life. Okay? His life. Because this offensive line cannot hang with this defensive line uh, from Georgia. They are replacing everyone. They are a hodgepodge group. And as you said, they couldn't get the running game going against Kentucky. They couldn't move anybody. Uh, quarterback Bo Nix, he was sacked once, and they had four tackles for a loss in the uh, in in an effort where Auburn rushed for 91 yards against Kentucky. I'm sorry, so, what? They rushed for 91 total yards. But that was clearly must have been the Gus's dream and hope, and that's what he wants in to do. In 2019, Auburn rushed for 199 yards a game. Oh no. <laughs> They rushed for 91 yards oh, in week okay. one against Kentucky. Tell me this offensive line is not a problem. And we know our defensive line is a problem. Oh, I'm excited, Clint. I'm excited. When they have the ball, uh, the chair will not be needed. Nope. I will be nope. in a just a three-point stance staring at my TV waiting to see Bo Nix. Uh, okay, Daniel, what am I nervous about is the next question. And it's... Uh, look, I'm taking the cheap one. I'm taking the easy one. I am nervous and not nervous for the team. I'm nervous for us and the conversations and the talk about the quarterback and who's it going to be. And if Dewan goes back out there and what's his leash going to be like? Because Kirby uh, evidently is not playing around. He wants W's. So if he thinks he can no, get he a wants, W. He, I don't know. If you, that's Kirby's 101. That's Correct. literally the first day of Kerbanese. Correct. It, nothing matters except the W. Right. Um, and so what's the leash going to be like on Dwan? And I'm nervous about even just thinking about it. It's making my stomach queasy. JT coming back. The muddled, confused quarterback room is going to be a source that's going to continue for here on out. And I'm just, I'm, I'm nervous for the chatter is what I'm really nervous about. Again, I always saw us from Stetson. Is the on-field production going to make me nervous? No, I, we're fine. I I truly believe that. We just got done talking about the podcast yesterday about how we can win nat- Natty with Stetson Bennett at quarterback. That doesn't worry me. That was today. Me. Um, that was, that was, was today. That, you asked me that question we did today. That. We did that today. Daniel, I'm, a, just in, I'm, just in, I'm just in Georgia glory. Like I'm just, It's just a sun ray of Georgia all the time. It was like six minutes ago. <laughs> I can't, so, I can't. I'm talking about okay. my blood pressure is let's just talk about. Let's talk about what I'm nervous about. Uh, I am nervous. Um, I'm not nervous about the quarterback position. I'm nervous about another slow start. And it's mm-hmm. it ain't just 2020. Like guys, okay. Like go back and watch the first half of I don't know every game last year. Oh gosh, every game. At one point, my son turned to me during the game and said, Dad, this feels way too much like the South Carolina game last oh, year. Oh, oh, no. And I said, son, pass me the bucket before you, you say something like that give to me, me again. Uh, I'm nervous about another slow start because I know Kirby's a better coach than Gus Malzahn. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's stating the obvious. I know... That the second half, whether it's the halftime adjustments or it's the dominating physical presence and we wear teams down, I don't know what it is. 
But I know that this team plays better in the second half of games typically than they do in the first half. But I just don't know how many more slow starts we can recover from. If we get down 10 to nothing to Auburn in this game, and it's Stetson has the one who has started and now is in a hole instead of being the one who gets to come in and save things, kind of play loose and play fast. Now Stetson starts to feel the pressure or whoever, and then we have to bring some, I don't know. I'm nervous about getting in another hole because at some point it is going to come back and bite us a la the South Carolina game from last year. Uh, don't sleep on. What are we not sleeping on? And don't sleep on my score prediction from earlier this year being the correct score at the end Uh-oh. of the game. Hit the people with a recap. What was it? 38-7 to seven is what I threw out there before the season began. Don't sleep on that being right around the answer to the end of the score of this game. Wowzers. 38-7. to seven. I'm not going to give you a score prediction. We're going to save that for the locks episode. But I said close. I am going to... I am going to tell you what I am not going to sleep on. Don't sleep on. Don't sleep on Zamir White rushing for a hundred yards in this game. This my, is a my my dude Zamir. Yeah, your dude. Thank you very much, your dude Zamir White. I believe he's going to come out. People think he had a bad game last game, rushing for five and a half yards of carry. Okay, 13 carries, 71 yards. Uh, I believe Zamir White comes out and gets his first 100-yard rushing game as a Georgia Bulldog in this affair. Also, don't sleep on those lights being on, Clint. Don't sleep on the Georgia fans that are in the building. Shout out to you if you're going to be in the building. Don't sleep on it being the loudest home field environment of the college football season. Yes, Clint, sir. That's exactly what it's going to be because Georgia fans know how to bring it. Georgia fans want it more than any other fan base in the country. Uh, the lights are going to be on. It's mm-hmm. a night game. Mm-hmm. It's at Stanford. Uh, don't sleep on that environment being absolutely rowdy oh. for the players oh, in that game. And Bo Nix, does he play well in the rowdy road no. environments? No. No. No, we don't. Welcome no, we do not. to Athens, Bo. Hey, Daniel and I are going to be back tomorrow and Thursday and Friday as we lead up to the Auburn game. Come back, listen to us tomorrow as we will talk in season, Daniel, our one of our favorite segments when we get in season on mm. Wednesdays. That's uh, right. It's no longer this or that, Daniel. That was off season. Okay. Yeah, well, it's presser. It's presser time. Time to talk about the media. Come on. Kirby's been talking to the media. Uh, some people in the media have been writing dumb stuff on the internet. We might get to a little bit of that. Uh, we might give you a few hot takes, cold takes. We might do a little matchup, matchup oh, yeah. problems. Uh, we're going to get to all that and more on tomorrow's episode. Uh, join us on Wednesday. Email us, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogspodcast, and we will see you tomorrow. See ya.